FM. That's the sounds of the Doobie Brothers and Michael McDonald taking it to the streets right here on WMNF 88.5 on the Sunday Forum. We'll be right back after NPR news break. And we're going to have more music for you to enjoy going into this new year of 2024. All right. See you soon. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Louise Schiavone. Gaza's Ministry of Health says it has resumed some care at hospitals in northern Gaza. But as NPR's Jason DeRose reports, it also says it needs to evacuate many people from the enclave for medical attention. The Ministry of Health says more than 5,300 wounded and sick people are facing more serious and complex medical conditions than can be handled in Gaza. The World Health Organization is working to get those people treatment abroad. The Ministry of Health says says medical care inside Gaza comes at great risk to doctors and nurses because of continued Israeli strikes near health care facilities. Meanwhile, the UN says only 103 trucks with food and medical supplies were able to enter Gaza Saturday, a number it calls woefully inadequate. Prior to the war, each day about 500 trucks brought food, water, medicine and other supplies into Gaza. Jason DeRose, NPR News, Tel Aviv. Turkey says security forces have detained 189 people in 37 provinces suspected of having ties to Islamic State militants. NPR's Peter Kenyon reports that enforcement operations against both Islamic State and Kurdish militants have escalated in recent weeks. Turkey's Interior Minister Ali Erlakaya announced the detentions in a social media post. He said some of those detained were preparing to attack synagogues and churches, and other targets included the Iraqi embassy in Turkey. The minister said, quote, our fight against terrorist organizations and their collaborators will continue with determination. He said the operation was organized by Turkey's National Intelligence Service, and in addition to detaining the suspects, a significant cache of digital materials was also seized as evidence. Kurdish militants have also been targeted following a bomb attack near government buildings in Ankara on October 1st. Peter Kenyon, NPR News, Istanbul. The New York City Police Department is preparing for potential protests during New Year's Eve celebrations in Times Square. Charles Lane from member station WNYC reports. Hundreds of thousands of people are expected to attend festivities in New York City. Police typically form a safety zone several blocks around Times Square and screen people entering. This year they are expanding that zone and deploying drones to monitor it. John Shell is NYPD's chief of patrol. That gives us a buffer zone so we can move quickly if we have to, like last year. It also gives us a, uh, a space between protesters not to come in here. Police estimate there have been some 450 protests since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. Most have been peaceful, although New York City Mayor Eric Adams has grown testy recently about the disruptions they cause. For NPR News, I'm Charles Lane in New York. Concerns about possible actions related to the situation in Gaza have cities and nations around the world on high alert. In France, 90,000 law enforcement officers will be deployed countrywide. This is NPR. The nation's last remaining lighthouse keeper is retiring today from Boston Light, the first lighthouse built in what would later become the United States. As NPR's Tovia Smith reports, the caretaker also made history, becoming the first female lighthouse keeper 20 years ago. 72-year-old Sally Snowman first fell in love with the lighthouse in Boston Harbor when she was 10. She says it was a dream come true to grow up to become its caretaker. Snowman has spent two decades doing what she calls light housekeeping and soaking in the panoramic views. I'd watch sunrises and sunsets and storms coming in, and it has changed my life and my perception of the world. After the lighthouse failed an inspection in 2018, Snowman could only make day trips to the island. Soon, the Coast Guard will hand the lighthouse off to a new owner. Snowman is wistful about retiring, but as it says on a plaque in the keeper's house, 
She'll leave the lights on for you. Tovia Smith, NPR News, Boston. International fast train service Eurostar has announced it will run all services between London, Paris, Brussels, and Amsterdam today as scheduled. But on the social media platform X, the company is advising it will be extremely busy. It noted yesterday that travelers shouldn't show up without a ticket for a scheduled train. Eurostar service out of London was stalled all day yesterday due to rain-related tunnel flooding under the River Thames. That has changed today as far as Eurostar is concerned, but there'll be heavy weather across parts of the U.K. I'm Louise Schiavone, NPR News, Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Jarl and Pamela Moan, focusing on civil liberties, foster youth, public radio, and the arts. And the Public Welfare Foundation, committed to advancing transformative youth and criminal justice reforms. Yo, this is George Dr. Funkenstein Clinton, and you're listening to WMNF Tampa. The Tampa Organization of Black Affairs will hold their 44th annual Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Leadership Breakfast from 6.45 a.m. to 10 a.m. at the Tampa Marriott Water Street on January 15th. Bringing together sponsors, politicians, members of grassroots organizations, and the community at large. Their primary mission is to honor the principles espoused by Dr. King and to foster positive community relations. This year, keynote speaker is Dr. Cynthia Butler McIntyre. An award ceremony will be included in the program. Learn more about TOBA, serving the local African-American community since 1979 by visiting tobanetwork.org or find this event on the community event page at wmnf.org. If you love classic soul, R&B, Caribbean, gospel, hip-hop, or house music, and if you love podcasting and exclusive interviews, if you love urban culture and urban music, then you will really love the Urban Cafe channel. You can find it here on HD2 if you have an HD2 radio, or you can go to WMNF.org and download our mobile app so that you can listen to it all the time. WMNF remains fiercely independent because of listener support for over 44 years. Local newspapers are disappearing. Big corporations use algorithms to determine which music you hear. And information is siloed around the Internet. If you find the breadth of perspectives and supporting independent artists valuable, remember WMNF as you make your end-of-year charitable giving at WMNF.org. For tax purposes, you should know that WMNF is a 501c3. Our community is stronger, smarter, and more compassionate because WMNF is where music, news, and culture collides. Wishing you a happy and healthy holiday season. Sunday Forum, right here on WMNF 88.5 FM. Woo! Hey, man. Go, I'm, I'm hyped the, the for New 2024. Year's New Year's <laughs> Eve, That's baby. It. Yes, it is. Right? Yes, hey, it listen. Is. You are listening to the sounds of great music, and this is the sound of the legendary Aldro. But Billy, start that one over, man. We got, <laughs> we got hey, man. Listen. Ho! It will Ooh. make your head just start bopping. It, 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 make your, <laughs> it does. Just right, it does. Moving. It does. This man's a legend. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. Even he did. That's it. Even he did, man. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. That's how he started the song. The Roof Garden. Al Jarreau. 
Listen, let me tell you. Thank you, Mobile. Thank okay, you very sure. much. We're gonna, let's go. Keep it, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Listen, um, uh, we are going to have fun. We're going to talk about this entrepreneurship. Yes. And we're going to talk about the fact that we don't have to take crumbs anymore. That's it. We, we have to get a, a new, fresh perspective stand of up, entrepreneurship. Stand That's it. What are we, what are we going to do, right? Barbecue and mildew, baby. Huh. Let's get it done. <laughs> Barbecue and mildew. You know, that's what my dad, my dad used to love saying that one, bro. Barbecue and mildew. Barbecue and mildew. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dr. Smith used to come up with some good ones. Uh, that, that wasn't uniquely his, of course, but he used to love that one. Uh, listen, you know, one of the things that Al Jarreau says here is you can do what you want to do. You can be what you, you want to be. That's it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, listen, listen. It's an inspirational song for, for me because of those words. And he's hey, think about think about what he's what he's saying. Anybody want to go up on the roof? That's it. Anybody want to go waltzing in it. the garden? Waltzing in the garden. Huh? Could black folks waltz in the garden? <laughs> no. He's saying go take your behind out there and go waltz in that garden. Yeah. Huh? Go dance up on that roof. Better stand style. Hey man. <laughs> That's it. You know, Lil John said, "Tell Ruth, 
<laughs> he said it a little more profanely, but hey, that's what it is. But no, hey, listen, welcome back to the Sunday Forum. Um, uh, this is your host, Walter Smith, the second the voice of the Tampa Bay area, along with the members of the Fourth Estate crew. We got Mobilia and Miss Annie in the house. Man, we're going to be talking about this this issue of entrepreneurship. Yes. Um, uh, our, our local pro, uh, Miss Annie, is going gonna, is gonna <laughs> to <laughs> gonna really get us into this thing. Um, but what, again, you know, and, you know, it's a matter of perspective. It is, it is. matter of perspective. And it is very important to me. Entrepreneurship, okay, so let me be clear. As Walter always said when I get real serious, let me be, be clear. clear. <laughs> okay, let me be clear. As he stated, we do not no longer have to accept crumbs. We no longer have to just say, I have to do it because I have no other choice. That should no longer be in our vocabulary. Right. There are too many resources out here. There's too many ways that you can create your own wealth. You just have to have the one word I always say, mindset for it. That's it. Because there's no one stopping you at this point. Everyone's standing up and says, I deserve this. So I'm saying to you, why not you? Mm. Why not you? Mm. Al Jarreau just told you. You could be what you want to be. You could do what you want to do. So why not you? But you have to believe that within yourself. So go into 2024 with that mindset of entrepreneurship. If you have an idea, if you have a hobby, they tell you all the time, turn that into one. You know, surround your people, surround yourself with the same individual, with that same mindset as you. Mm. You know, get out of the norm. That's how you do it. What's that? What, what, what's that old um, adage they say? The um, insanity is doing the same thing over yes, and over again yes, and getting the same results? Yes. The definition of insanity. Yes. Because how many times are you going to keep hitting your head up against the wall doing the same thing, walking oh. the same path? You know, oh. oh, Walter got something to say, y'all. When he, when you hear that noise, okay? Oh. <laughs> when you hear that noise, what is it, sir? It, you know, <laughs> it, you know it, and, and I was going to say the same thing that you said. But, I'm, you know, but, I mean, but you said it. You said it. You keep hit, we keep hitting ourselves, uh, our, we keep hitting our head against the proverbial wall. Mm-hmm. Listen, then there are those of us who are built, built to break those walls Absolutely. down. Absolutely. Just go Absolutely. kick it down, bust it down, and go marching mm-hmm. through, storming through with new ideas that are innovative. Listen, you don't have to agree with everything that, that, I, that I'm doing. Right? That's right. But trust me when I tell you, when I tell you, those of us who are successful in this thing, in the business world, mm-hmm. in one way or another, um, whatever level of success that we're getting to is going to be based on our ability uh, our ability to have charisma That's it. as we're doing it, uh, our ability to have great customer service yes. as we do it, uh-huh. and have a spirit of excellence, as my wife says, when whenever we do whatever it is we uh-huh. do. That, that, that's very true. Yeah, it, it, and it's not even not even just only the only the spirit of excellence, but to have the the spirit to want to help others. Right. What, whatever you're doing, it should be to help not only yourself but to build someone else else, else up. I want to say something that Walter just. I want to um, reiterate something that he just stated. Okay, you don't have to like me. Okay, or you don't have to like the individual, but you have to respect the ability to break through those walls. Right. Okay, and I'm, I'm making this statement right here. I don't know if you guys know, and I've seen this this morning, and I was like, uh, but I read it anyway, right? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it was for Jay-Z. Don't get me wrong, I'm Jay-Z from New York, I'm from New York. I'm not a total fan of Jay-Z, but I respect him. Right. I respect what he's done, That, but they're looking at naming... Um, a day after Jay Z, because exactly respect the hustle. That, 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 that's what that was what I was saying. Respect the hustle. That's it. When I said uh, I didn't want to read, I said let me read this article. So I read the whole thing and I had to say, okay, I get it. You know, because really, if you listen to some of his lyrics, it's about where he came from, and he actually laid out quote unquote the blueprint, okay, mm, right. <laughs> on how to get there. Right. You know, and he surrounded himself because he sat down with Warren Buffett. Okay, and he surrounded himself with individuals that had that mindset of success, and you have to think like that. that. You have to surround yourself. You have to think like that, and you have to understand it. So again, you're gonna hear me say this until we close out today. But you're gonna hear me say, go into 2024, educate yourself, empower yourself, elevate yourself and others, enrich yourself, and you will reach that that goal of entrepreneurship. 
Okay, entrepreneurship means you're doing something for yourself and you're making money from it. Okay, that is an entrepreneur. Okay, you're doing something for yourself and you're profiting. You're making money for it. So it's not a hobby. Okay, you're actually making money from it. Now, Miss Annie will always say to you, I speak from experience. I started when I was 17. I had no clue of what I was doing. But my first interaction with media was a public access. I started a public access show. I've seen it. Okay. I've seen it. <laughs> and it I had no good. idea. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. But she had the hair going on and everything. You know what? This is man's crazy. Let's go find the tapes now. Okay. But when I did it, I was I had just had my daughter. Okay, I just aged myself again. And I was like, okay. <laughs> For real. And I said, okay, what I want to do. And I didn't know, but they, I found a resource, which was public access, and my first show was called Star Communications. And what I did was I went around the neighborhood and I spoke to individuals about things that were important to them. Right. You know? And again, I didn't know what I was doing. I was the host, the camera person, everything. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I was right. all of that at one time. And then I had to edit the video and put it in and all of that. But... It branched out from not only Star Communications, which is a self-help company, then I branched off to the kids' corner, okay? I implemented my daughter into it, mm -hmm. and I had her talk to the youth in the community when they was going through the bullying and so forth. Mm -hmm. Now, how did I fund all this? Let's let's think for my again, the resources are there. I'm from New York. I went to, was in Harlem at the Shabazz. I was just walking down the street one day, and the gentleman was out there. He was with the Shabazz, Muhammad, and he said to me, do you want to have your own business? I'm one of those individuals. If you say something that sparks something in my mind, I'm going to respond. So, yes, I do. He called me and he said, if you fill this paperwork out, I'll give you a grant for $500. Oh. Never heard about that before. Whoa. Never. But I sat down and I took 25 to 30 minutes by filling that paperwork out. And that man gave me a check for five, excuse me, let's be clear, for $500. Do you understand what I'm saying? It took 30 minutes of my time. Mm-hmm. I was just walking down the street. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. Right. It took 30 minutes of my time, and I received $500. Do you know what I did with that $500? I went down to the garment district in New York, and I bought a bunch of belts. I bought a bunch of hats, coats, and all kinds of things I did. And guess what I did? I came back to my community. And I got my daughter and all the little kids. I said, y'all want to go to McDonald's? Help me sell these things. <laughs> and that it. is what I did. You, do it. you have the thing outside the box. Why? Because people love buying from children. And not only that, I had a product, okay, that was going to benefit you. Okay, you needed a belt. You needed shirts. You needed a coat. And that's how it got started. So what I did, I used that to do what? To fund my public access show. And you know how I did it? Everybody wants to be on TV. So what I did, I said, okay, you want to be on TV? We talked about it. I had one man come up to talk about chess, how to play chess and everything. Okay. And guess what? I sold him the tape of himself. Okay? Wow. I sold him the tape of himself. Now, what did I just do? I just gave him a marketing tool. Do you understand what I'm saying? She sold that man a tape. Of himself. <laughs> yes. It wasn't like, I guess, a demo, huh? It, it, it was anywhere. a demo. Now he has a marketing tool. Okay? It aired on public access. <laughs> and now he has on tape. He can tell people how to make, how to play chess. And it helped him to create and move further with his business. That's, Think that's outside the it. box. That's one way of doing it. You and understand? I tell you right now, that, that just goes to show you she can sell ice to a penguin. You know what? <laughs> I, I told my daughter, she said, I said, you Eskimo. <laughs> but I, I'm, what I'm, I'm saying this to teach you something. I'm dropping Jews, basically, right, okay? Right. Think outside the box because I continue to elevate from this. So I went to one public access show. I learned how to edit. I learned how to be a camera person. Then I went and I branched out and learned how to market myself, right. okay? And then as you get older, and continue, let's be clear, I still got my education, okay? But that was literally after the fact. Right. It really was right. because I got the education because I want to be able to broaden my horizons. Well, I think that's that right there is where a lot of people go wrong. Uh -huh. is, is, is when they don't get continue on and get education. And, right. some people, and some people do well without it. That's true. Right? But, you know, what we're finding now more of is people who are realizing the, necess the necessity of having the education. Exactly. And they're finding it later in life, so they're non-traditional students. Uh -huh. And that, which is why it's so important. People used to laugh when back in the day when you say, oh, I took... Uh, classes online 
or I took uh, distance courses. There was correspondence courses right. to get my doctorate or whatever. They ain't laughing about it now. They're not laughing about it now because you right there, you, oh, that's not a real degree because you got it online. Yeah, but they're not laughing anymore. Not that's anymore. true. Knowledge yeah. is still real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, exactly. yeah. Exactly, You know, uh, these folks are coming back from the military. There's huge numbers of people. You know, you think about it, the longest, mil the longest military campaign um, in our history, we just got out of it. Hmm. Right, and, and and we still got people over there, but they're utilizing this opportunity in order to be able to get their education behind them, which is something that they probably didn't have going into the military because they were probably enlisted. Mm -hmm. And so, what we're seeing is a trend in that in that entire thing. Um, and the longest military campaign is Afghanistan. Right? Afghanistan that's right. Okay. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. And so, you know, we've got to make sure that we're that we're um, that, that we're encouraging those folks that are out there to do exactly as you're doing. And we're seeing a lot of podcasts going on out yes. there. Yes. Yeah. A lot of yeah. podcasts, a lot of radio shows, uh -huh. uh, because radio is far-reaching. Very right? true, yes. Um, TV is uh -huh. far-reaching. Um, uh, the, the what do you call it, uh, YouTube and all those other things. Uh -huh. People have mastered that thing. But we've got to get our children especially to now transition from those things that are yeah. so childish and putting those things in that are serious, yeah. relevant to what what really matters. For instance, uh, they, they've, it's been said many, many times that China owns the algorithms to all these things, right? They, they own the, the, all this stuff. Works. Why do they steal it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, depending on how you want to look at yeah. it. Um, it but, yeah, but the bottom line is they own it. And they, you know, we see what they want us to see. I think you're talking about TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. there it is, there, yeah, it, is, there it is, there uh -huh. it is. And, and we look at it. Yeah. We look at it, right? We look at it and, and we laugh and we have fun and all this stuff while their kids are using it for something totally different. That's it, come on, that's right. We have got to learn, we've got to learn, and, and I, I watch TikTok and I watch this stuff, but I watch those things that are specific, that are very educational. I watch those historical factors and I'm able to filter out those things I don't need, and that I feel nonsense. He right? does do that. I don't watch it at all, but Walter will send you clips in, in a minute. He will. I will. <laughs> I will send you a clip. Because I, 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 I don't watch it. I truly don't. I don't do the um, Facebook or anything like that unless it's really business-related. Right. You right. Know, unless it's business-related. Uh, other than that, I don't, I don't need to see a picture of your food. I'm sorry. Me I just don't. Okay? Me <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not concerned with that at all, that you have a plate that's just bunch of crap on it. I right. don't see I actually all that. lose my appetite. Exactly. <laughs> right, you know? right, so right, I, right. I don't do all that. So I mean, just keep in mind what we're saying. Be creative, but be you know, be What's the best word to say? Um, be creative, but... Uh, you come from uh, our generation, dude. I'm glad that we celebrated hip-hop in 2023. We celebrated right. the right. birth of hip-hop because right. what did it do? Exactly what you were saying yeah. Jay-Z did. Exactly. And Jay-Z did what hip-hoppers were doing. They were bypassing the big three radio, exactly. uh, big three distributors, record uh, labels and selling it out the back of their trunk. That's and it. look That's what it. he he became. He's got a whole city in New, in in the Bronx no. right now mm -hmm. that is just dedicated to him, a whole yeah. library dedicated to him. But look at what happened on the West Coast with hip hop. You have Dr. Dre, who mm -hmm. became one of the best-selling, best-paid musicians of the last decade. So hip-hop came a long way at a time when people said, it wasn't going to work. Mm -hmm. You didn't know what you were doing. That's you don't right. sound like nothing. It's not going to last. And there were people well, who said, we're not going to distribute you. And now yeah. it's the center right. of global culture. Even That's China it. has tried to sell hip-hop shares. Yeah. You know, so. look, 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 watch it. Watch it now. Look how they're dancing. Yeah, yeah. all of it. All <laughs> of it. You, you wouldn't have been caught. In the 90s, literally, in the early 90s, they, they were just transitioning into the into using hip hop mm -hmm. in this whole thing, I I tripped out the other day. I found the word I wanted to use. Go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Substantive was what I was. What I was using. You said something, but I I wanted to say be discriminative with it, not discrimination. Be yeah, discriminative with it. With it. Yeah. You understand? Know I'm saying yeah. because when they when they found what worked for them, they utilized that and they focused, they honed honed in on that, yeah. and then they branched out. You understand? Know I'm saying mm -hmm. so. It's like what we're saying to you is when you when you do this. Be discriminate, discriminate. Discriminate. I, yeah. No, I did not say discriminate. No, 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 no. no it, 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 that's you're correct. Discriminating. It's, that's correct. <laughs> it's correct. Be discriminating. 
Because you have to choose. It doesn't necessarily have to be used in the context. Yes, of that's what I'm saying. Let's make sure that when I'm saying discriminate, I'm saying discriminative. When, when he's saying discriminating, he's, he's, he's narrowing it down. We don't mean it in that negative context, right, okay? Right. We mean in, in the fact of you being focused on one thing that you're good at, that you know is making a difference, you know is making a change, and then broaden your horizons with that, like Jay-Z did. Um, when I was reading the article, he went from the hip-hop, then he yeah. invested in tech, and so forth. 50 Cent did the same thing. You know oh, what I'm man. saying? Come you on. talking about brilliant? With the water? Oh, brilliant. my God. When he did this, Oh, yeah. Yes. That, and he's writing. Up. He's an author now. It's, right? Look at that. <laughs> Wearing suits saying? and carrying on exactly. and, and the whole nine. He can switch in and out of everything and, and he's anything, doing. I love it. it. And Snoop Dogg is with Martha Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart. Whoever would have thought that would have happened? Come in a million on. years. Who, in a million years. When, when, when he did it, I said that was genius. Absolutely that was freaking genius. genius. Okay, but well, Martha Stewart, of all people, yes. that was beautiful. She Stop was an influencer thinking. before influencers. Exactly. <laughs> Stop exactly. thinking that exactly. you have to do, that you have to be silly all the time. Exactly, because you do not. You don't you do have not. to do silliness. Yes. Be discriminating. Yes. Have, have discriminating tastes. And 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 sometimes you have to be that snob. You do. What you're doing. You do. Because you do. because because otherwise, you know, who's gonna pay attention to that's you? That's it. That's now, it. That's that's not always the case. Some things happen because you're being sick. That one kid talking about something, I'll chop you. you know, one, one kid running around top, you probably don't even know that. One. You know I don't know because I watch it. I watch I watch <laughs> this kid because I, I saw him by mistake. And he said he was talking about how he's gonna how, you know, yo, yo, so this dummy, you know, the dummy that you punch, uh-huh. it, it, it's a man, and and then like is he's acting as though it's throwing something at him, right? And he says, yo, yo, man, go chop that dude, go chop him. And he said, all right, so he go over there, the kid go over there, and he go and does his dance where he's chopping the daggum dummy. Uh-huh. Do you know? All of a sudden, everybody's chopping the damn <laughs> dummy. Let or a piece of wood. They, 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 they did a, a parody with George Washington wow. chopping down a cherry tree. And this dude, is shit, this kid with the whole nine, the whole teeny bobber, the whole nine, he took that thing and they, and and they and everybody just loving it. Everybody was loving it. Do you see the ones that they had my granddaughter? Because one day I was watching, what is this noise? What is this noise? So I went inside and I'm like, what are you watching? She said, I'm watching her eat. I said, what? <laughs> I said what? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're literally sitting in front of a TV just watching somebody else eat. And I'm it like, good too. Yeah, I'm like, hey, ASMR, asthma, as they call it, asthma. They, yeah. they sit there watching people stuff, just man. eat. You'd be surprised I mean, at what motivates people because there was a YouTube phenomenon where people were just opening packages. Yes, it's just, right. just to get that <laughs> right. people to see the president reaction to Yo, <laughs> what's inside he, the package. My son was sitting there and he he was already cooking. Right, mm-hmm. and he's experimenting in the kitchen. So we sent him to France. Mm-hmm. But before that, he literally, he literally um, was watching this thing uh, called asthma, ASMR, mm-hmm. which is what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. It's the sound of eating food or preparing food, and you eat it, and literally the crunch and everything. Yeah. Else. And you see these, these, you see these Asian people eating this stuff. That's yeah. how it started out. It, it is. Mm-hmm. And the food was glorious looking, right? Then all of a sudden, I'm seeing my son with his camera out and he's playing himself in the kitchen yeah. cooking and, and <laughs> I'm like, yo, what are you doing? You about to start a fire. This kid was doing it and people were watching him. Okay, yeah. People were watching. He had, he had a following. My son had a following when the people were watching. I was like, holy crap. That's it. Okay, keep doing that. Go ahead, dude. That's <laughs> fire. But, that, but this is good for him. This is good. But listen, let me tell you, let, let's, let's go, let's get back to the music, mm-hmm. uh, we had the uh, we had Kendrick. Yeah, oh, you, you heard that. Right? Family Soul. <laughs> I heard that. We gonna play that, partner. Let's get it. Let's get it. Well, which one is that? What would that? What would I do? Where would I be? Where would, Where I, would I, be? I be? Where would I be? <laughs> By the Kendrick. Where will you be in 2024? That's a good question. Yo, okay. what a That's what it. a beautiful. This is a husband and wife team. Mm-hmm. They they do they do beautiful beautiful neo soul music that you cannot ignore and they have a, they have um they, they have a series of albums that go out right and this right here was one that my wife and i love mm. 
And if we could have more kids, we'd probably... <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, man, you know, this is this is, this is is one that is a tremendous... Me, and, and let me just say this to everybody out there. As you listen to the music that we're playing, it has a myriad of, of meanings and nuances and things like that. Listen, as you go into the new year, one of the things I want to tell people about is be aware of your lover, the person that you love. There's nothing wrong with that. Stop with all this violence, man. Yeah. Stop with all this violence. Especially 14-year-olds. Yeah. And if you see if you see that young lady, young man, be a gentleman. You don't have to say your red shirt. <laughs> your red bone. Your dark skin. What's up? You know, come on, man. Ask the young lady what her name is, <laughs> brother. Mama Billy, he just gave those 1985, 1985. I know, I know, right? <laughs> I just had flashbacks. But then, dude, my niece said that. I, I, I was messing with my niece. She came in the house from a track meet. And I said, I said, yo, red shirt, what's up? She said, Uncle Wall, you wrong, man. Yeah, you wrong doing? for that. But I, mean, no, I know what the, what the kids do. Listen, man, listen. There's a lot of bad stuff going on out there, man. And with all that bad stuff, listen to the music. Listen to the lyrics of some of this good stuff that's out here. All that bad stuff is out there. Leave that alone. But it's it's coming back. Our neo soul and everything is coming back. We just need these artists just to get back on track. That's all. We need to play it loud and proud. Yeah. And we're going to do that right here on the Sunday Forum. So let's start that one again, baby. This is Kendrick, the family soul. And where would I be? I just want to ask a question.
Kendrick the family, so and where would I be? Let me ask you, Walter. Where would you be if you didn't know Yolanda? Where oh, would dude, you be? Man, I'd be a mess. I'd be a mess. <laughs> I'm talking about when I see a mess. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like he said, when you go into 2024, think about that with the oh, person you're with. Man. Ask yourself, where would you be without that person next to you right mm-hmm. now? Just mm-hmm. imagine how would your life be, mm-hmm. you know? And think of it in a positive way and how it can now go on be better. Yeah. You know, so and let me tell you something: a family that works together, as they always say, works together, makes money together, pray together, stay together. Okay? Right. That's <laughs> all, true. All of that go together. Okay? That's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> so, that's the truth, especially in business. Yes, exactly. You know, you watch. You watch. I mean, we watch TV, right? Everybody watches TV. Uh, most people do, and they watch this this TV show, Yellowstone. Uh huh. Now you know. Scratch all the violence, of course. <laughs> uh, I, I love, I love Yellowstone. I love Yellowstone right? too. Um, but the the business works because That's they're it. a family That's that it. actually sticks together, yes. and they're go- they're not going to let anybody. The one the one rule of that family is don't give them a damn inch. Mm-hmm. That's, That's it. it. That's, That's it. it. And they, and they stick together. To make certain that they're good, successful. bad, or indifferent, that's and that, right. that's so so important. Whoa. That is so so important because most people think, oh, if you if you have disagreements, you don't agree. The family has to be torn apart. It does not. Mm-mm. Stay focused again. Again, be discriminative. Stay focused on what the overall goal is, and it's for your family to be successful so you can leave a legacy. Because that's what it all boils down to. Yeah. And, and think two decades, <laughs> two generations exactly. ahead. Think exactly. about the grandchildren. Exactly. Think about what the grandchildren. Because what what what's going to happen is whatever your success is the children are going to have to take it's it over trickle in order down. to make sure that exactly. and they think the same thing exactly. so uh, I want to give a shout out to Mike Randolph who's been watching us the entire time Mike does a lot of great work in Tampa in and around Tampa and especially based out of West Tampa okay. uh, he's, he's been doing it for over 20 years now uh, shout out to Mike Mike we love you brother keep doing what you're doing man we appreciate you thank you sir um, encouraging business and business opportunities throughout throughout the city Throughout okay. the city, for those people who are living in public housing, uh, to try to get them out, to make them understand that public housing is not permanent. It's not supposed to be permanent. So I, I have got to say this because I, I, I am, I am, you know, a previous resident, not of public housing, but of social services. You understand what I'm saying? Understand something. Those services are used to be a stepping stone. Okay, not a lifestyle. Let's be clear, a stepping stone. It's okay. Yes. It's okay. I have literally, I've had Section Eight before in my life. Okay. Okay, I've I've had food stamps. I use that as stepping stones to get to where I want to be for me and my daughters. So it's okay. And most people don't understand that when they be like, oh, well, I don't want to take public. If it's going to help you get from point A to point B, then you move forward. It's okay. Just, again, a stepping stone and not a lifestyle. That's the difference. That is the difference. And... To, at this point where I am right now in my life, I continued on. Like I said, after I did the kids' corner, I got my education. I got my paralegal degree, not because I wanted to be a lawyer, but because I wanted to know the law. Mm-hmm. You, you understand there's a difference. I wanted to know that when I did something, I was doing it the correct way and compliance so I can continue to move forward. Mm-hmm. That's how we have to think. And I taught my daughters the same thing. And I was a single mother raising them. And I showed them that. I went back to school while I was raising my daughters so they would know it can be done. Okay, so as a single parent, I know we have a lot of them out there. You're going back to school. You're getting your education education, so you can show your children it can be done. That's what I did for mine. And then you get to that next point. I now, right now, currently, I have a commercial cleaning business that I started my first year in business. Okay, I made 125000 I was like, Lord, thank you. I had never seen six figures before. Mm-hmm. I had never seen six figures before, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But it made me feel good because I knew where I started from and where I am now. Okay, and I had to take that chance. I stepped down on faith. Okay, I got my credit and everything the way it should be, and I literally borrowed the money. Okay, to start my franchise. Okay, when you want to, I mean, you can you can start with something that's already there. Sometimes how they say you don't have to recreate the wheel. I started the franchise, and this was during the pandemic, and I did that because in my mind, as I'm teaching people about the things that I do, I learn from it at the same time as well. I don't speak to you about anything that I have not already done. You know, so finances was one of my things. You have to get that in order to help yourself get to that point. And as you're learning, okay, you're going to continue to want more. As, as, as Alex said, feed me, see more. That that urge, that desire, it comes to you because you want to keep moving forward. And that's what I did. So I said, well, what what type of industry, no matter what happens, the econ- no matter what happens with the economy, I'm going to be able to make some money. And it was cleaning. 
it was cleaning. And like I said to you on, on a previous show, just because you see somebody cleaning, I promise you, they're putting their child through school. They're putting food on their table. They're paying their bills. Listen, okay? We had we, a guy back home in Tallahassee. Um, and for those of you who don't know, I'm, I was not born in Tampa. I was one child of my family, <laughs> my household, that was not born in Tampa. Okay? I am of Tampa, but I'm not born in Tampa. I was born in Tallahassee. But when I grew up in Tallahassee, there was a man, and if you went to fam, you, you know this. Soul Train. All I do is tell you Soul Train. <laughs> Soul Train was this dude, uh, Hoover Lawrence was his name, was his real name, Hoover Lawrence. Hoover Lawrence put his children, his girls, he had uh-huh. all girls. He put his girls through uh, through school, through, through college and uh-huh. family. All of them went to family. Every single one graduated with at least a doctorate. And he was what, custodian? And, and all, all he gotcha. did was sell soda, and chips. That's it. On the back of that, on the back of a semi truck that had spray painted Soul Train on the back of it. Previous in the previous life, he played he played baseball at family. Uh-huh. He was a student at family himself. But he but he uh, but he put his daughters, all his girls. I think there are four of them, four girls, the Lawrence girls, put them all through college. Selling soda and chips at, at the base, at the baseball, football games, all that stuff, everything, and he can do whatever he wants to on that campus. That's it. So you, you you just have to have again that that mindset. You always hear me say you just have to have that motivation, that goal, okay, and surround yourselves with the people that's going to help you get there. You know the the other thing I want to point out as well. Look at what's going on around you, okay, and as you're thinking about it, making comments about it. Ask yourself this, what can you do to make it better? Because that could be your niche. You know what I'm saying? You could be filling a niche that nobody else may have not may not have thought of. So always, again, think outside the box. As I said, stated before, Barack Obama mama didn't know that she was giving birth to the president. You know? Think outside the box, okay? <laughs> think outside the box. Okay? I love you. We got a call. We got a call. Go ahead. Call. <laughs> All right. Yo, hold on. Oh, brother Afghan, what's going on? Man, you know, up to snuff, need about a half a dip. How y'all doing? All right, How brother, you doing? All right. Good, good, man. Um, of all our studies, you know, Malcolm X studies, of all our studies, history is best qualified to reward our research. And so as I listen to this very festive discussion about entrepreneurship and what have you, um, I just, I, I, I'm reminded of my own um, journey in, uh, in, in that in, in that uh, in that stead, and you know, one of the things that I'm always cautious of uh, is making sure that I don't uh, that I point to all of the people who made this possible. I, you don't hear me. You won't hear me talk about me too often. And just for the record, um, you know, like I, from 2004 until 2020, after I did that uh, that voice that law school thing. Um, I, I, I had no employee. I mean, none, none, not one, not one time. You know, so that's like 16 years, right? But what I could never do is um, to tell a story about my successes and not tell a story about all of the people behind me who are, are, are right along with me who uh, made every uh, step of the way possible. You know, so uh, like when we talk about Jay-Z, it's important, you know, because people are listening, comrades. People are listening to this program. It's a very important program. And we don't want to sell them pipe dreams. We don't want to be like those network marketing people, right, who who make you think that all you got to do is uh, sell, uh, you know, some long-distance phone numbers, and the next thing you know, you're a millionaire. They don't tell you that they have the VA uh, pension. <laughs> they don't tell you that they have this wife or husband who's supporting, uh, you know, their lives when they're uh, struggling to make like, you know, they don't tell the whole doggone story. Right, but you know, to have a conversation about Jay Z and not say something about Kareem Big Burke might give people the wrong impression about you know, uh, you know that like Jay Z's some kind of special guy. You know, I mean, the reality is, man, all of us need you know, all of us, every entrepreneur, everyone who's ever been successful has uh, you know has depended on uh, somebody else in some. I mean, even when we talk about Dr. Drake, you know, um, I know a guy named. Uh, General Johnson, he's a good friend of mine, uh, up until the day he died. And General Johnson will tell you about a guy he met many, many years ago. Uh, they called him uh, Little Jimmy. He used to run mail back and forth for his father's record company. Of course, the record company uh, emerged in versions to be uh, uh, Interscope Records. You know, and, and Interscope Records, 
that, you know, gave uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and uh, Tupac and Jill Knight and the rest of them um, this prominence for which um, they're uh, revered in the world. And so I'm just, it's just, in my view, critical, like, to always nail down the history. I mean, even, you know, um, I heard, I think, you know, somebody, I don't remember who it was, says uh, the, the definition of insanity is, uh, uh, doing the same thing and getting uh, the same results. No, that's that's the that's the definition of uh, smart. The definition of insanity I've heard is doing the same thing and expecting different results. But yeah, no, if, like I said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So you, you know, like no. So I mean, we just gotta be sharp, comrades. When we talk, we gonna tell these people these stories. Gotta be sharp because, like I said, of all our studies, history is best qualified to reward our research. And I would say, in my closing. That um, in that vein, I, I appreciate Dr. Faith Felder. That's my wife. I appreciate Dr. Faith. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I am today. I appreciate Martina Strange. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I am today. I appreciate um, um, Ernestine Coleman, my mother. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I am today. I appreciate Sidney Morgan. I appreciate Dr. Cherry. All these people. I could talk about all these people all day long. A, a whole lot of litany of people. Chairman O'Malley used to tell us, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be who I am today. And so it's these people, comrades, around us who make us uh, whatever it is we think we are someday. And it's our responsibility to make sure that our brothers and sisters know that there ain't no special African uh, kind of thing. Uh, you know, it, what it is, is us working together, building uh, together, and, uh, you know, achieving you know, whatever it is we need to achieve, not just for us, for our own glory, for our own self, um, you know, gratification, but for the advancement of African people all around the world. Uh, Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy birthday, Dr. Frank. Uh, all right. All right. Thank, I, I want I want to say to you, thank you so much for your comments, but I agree with you 100% because on the back of my card, I say I have up there as well. You know, none of us got to where we are without somebody helping us. So as you're climbing that ladder of success, reach out, put your hand back and lift someone else up. So I agree with you 100%. In regards to the statement of the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. I agree with you on that as well, but it's also expect, insanity is expecting getting the same result. Because obviously, if you're banging your head up against the wall and you're not getting through that wall, it's insane to keep on doing that. But thank you so much for your comment because I agree with you 100%. We all need to be conscious of the of those that helped us get to where we are, 100%. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, listen, um, one of the things that, uh, well, let, let's, let's do this. Let's play that. Night over Egypt. Yes, 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 the Jones girl. Oh, man. That's a throwback to Jones Girls? Wow. Yes. Yes. Visitors at WMNF.org.
folks, all right? This is the sounds of the Jones Girls. Nights over Egypt, 1981, right here on the Sunday Forum. We got a caller. She'll probably end up being the last caller. It will be the last call of, 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 of 2023. Call. Good morning, Walter. How are you? All right. All right. How are you this morning? I am doing so fantastic. I, I almost want to cry. This show has been so special. It is the best radio program I have ever heard in my life this wow. morning. Thank you. I try to catch you. I try to catch you every week, and sometimes I fail. But my God, the truth bombs. <laughs> oh, my God. As a white person, you know, I am just beginning to become enlightened to understand talk about playing the system and I applaud you guys you are just so fantastic I'm going to send when it comes online I'm going to send a snippet to my family members and say please take two hours out of your life (laughs) (laughs) we appreciate that with all of your arguments and all of your excuses you know my uncle is the mayor pro tem of San Clemente, California. Oh, okay. He okay. does prison ministry work. And, um, oh, I think this is going to be so profound for him because, you know, San Clemente is very, very unmelanated. <laughs> <laughs> My family. I, Nicely said. <laughs> I have overcome. So, oh, oh, and that thing that guy said this morning about that dream. Oh, my God. That was the funniest thing I have ever heard. Okay, and I would also like to bring up the healing of trauma in the black community. Mm. There are there are the hallucinogenic mushrooms. There is a study by Johns Hopkins University about the, the, the trueness, the true trauma that can be done through healing with hallucinogenics. And that could be an entrepreneurial start for a whole bunch mm. of people who grow mushrooms. Hmm. Thank you. For and that I would encourage you perhaps to look into that because it is true. And the Financial Drug Administration, as Dr. Fred Harvey says on Monday morning, has right. been complicit in denying everyone access to affordable, um, you know, for ways that people make fortunes on cannabis and, 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 you know, mushrooms and ayahuasca and the peyote, you know, the native people take that. There have been so many wrongs, and I, I, I'm a retired federal employee, and it's just, I'm embarrassed. Well, I mean, I take the money, but I'm embarrassed <laughs> with working for such a racist institution for so many decades. Oh, this is yeah. your, your, your uncle is a Steve Knobloch. Yes, that is my uncle. Okay. He's actually gar- garlic and German. Okay, all right. All right, well, listen, thank you so much. And happy New Year to you, okay? Oh, I'm sorry. In that funny guy, I want to make a donation, but I want to pay one dollar more than whatever his donation was. <laughs> all right, all right, definitely. Thank you so much. We'll take that. All right, peace thank to you. All right, peace and blessings. Have a wonderful week, you guys, and happy, happy New Year. You as well. Happy, happy New Year. All right. What right, we are closing out of the of 2023. This is our last show. I want to say thank you to all you guys for continuing listening to us, continue donating to us so we can keep the show and have you guys calling for your comments. I want to thank our author, Willie Hanna, for joining us. I also want to let you guys know you can find my book as well. Um, Ooh, we almost got stuck there. <laughs> on Amazon and uh, at Barnes and Nobles as well and Books of Millions, okay? It's called